0: Spiral. Dial. Sci-fi with a soundscape. Achoo! The puff of white smoke had reached Archie's nose. Bugger this for a game of soldiers, darling, he declaimed. I'm afraid you're on your own for this bit. Toodaloo. Blowing her a kiss, Archie lifted his hand up to the ceiling before drawing it down with a flourish. The wall of the bubble descended in front of him. Jessica could see his silhouette outlined in front of her, clear at first, then fading into the distance. Following his shadow as it shrunk, distracted her momentarily from her desperate reality. Blinking, she realised that she no longer felt hot or even warm, her feet did feel unusual though. Glancing down, she froze in horror. The chamber was full of rapidly rising molten rock, which had already reached her waist. For a split second she felt a searing, burning pain pass through her, and then nothing, no pain. In fact, no sensation whatsoever remained in her legs. One thought prevented her from panicking. Nothing on this ship was quite what it seemed. She reached up to the ceiling, stretching out her hands to balance, hoping to pull herself up and find out what on earth had happened to her lower half. As soon as she made contact, she felt that familiar, furry warmth. She flexed her fingers before her very eyes, her hands sunk into the surface just as the knife had done earlier. Except this time, there was no shadow left behind, and she was at once pulled both up and down. The tension threatened to tear her very being apart. As her face came closer, she heard first a low, threatening rumble, followed by a quiet, Then, silence fell. Her first thought was, am I dead? This was followed by rising panic when she tried to take a breath and found it quite impossible. Straining, she tried to force air into her lungs before realising in astonishment that in fact she did not feel the least bit breathless. She wanted to breathe but did not seem to need to breathe. How was that possible? That orange light so comforting before now seemed to burn through her eyelids. She opened her eyes. The light did not change. She closed them again. No effect. Opening and closing her eyes once more, she realised that she could not even feel the movement. It seemed to exist only within her imagination. Reality was nothing but orange. Orange on orange on orange. Movement had no effect on the orange, so she stayed very still for a long time. The thought seemed to be multiplying inside her head, flying around and around in circles. Finally, she could not bear it any anymore and let out a long scream how she was able to scream without air in her lungs. She was not sure. But she could, and this time she heard sound, real sound. It was altered from her usual tone though. Instead of hearing one note, she heard many radiating out all around her and loud, oh, so very loud. She immediately stopped, worried someone might hear her. The prospect of that happening in such an impossible situation tickled her, and she couldn't help but laugh. Her giggles were fractured and crystalline, splitting and echoing away from her in a spiral of sound. A loud purring noise startled her. It seemed to come from her left-hand side. Instinctively, she tried to turn to face it, but it made no difference. The sound still came from the same direction. It grew louder and louder until it completely surrounded her. It felt like one of those ridiculous toning machines she used to use in the army gym. Either that or the world's most unique vibrator. Or else, could it be... A cat's purr? Just as the thought crossed her mind, the vibrations seemed to form into words. Slow words, but words nonetheless. (sighs) (sighs) (sighs)
1: <sighs> <sighs>
0: <sighs> Jessica blinked. Internally, at least. Where the hell was the sound coming from? It was uncannily similar in tone to her own thoughts, except that she was pretty sure that she wasn't thinking anything of the sort. She realised that medical training notwithstanding, she actually wasn't sure how to tell the difference between a voice inside her head and a voice outside her head in a fractured orange world. Repeated sounding mildly irritated. Jessica tried to speak with no discernible results. She tried once more, no joy. She did what had worked the last time. She screamed,
1: Archie, is that you?
0: This time the sound came, the words rang out, twisting away from her in a distorted, ghostly echo.
1: I said, keep it bloody death. that daft
0: Jessica was struck dumb, unsure of how to proceed. A mysterious voice in her head. perhaps this was what happened as one's brains boiled. She waited for it to go away. Instead, it continued, albeit
1: in a more emollient tone. Ah, that's better. It's quite nice being able to hear my own thoughts again. Not for long, though, I'll bet. I'm sure you've got questions. I'd quite like for them to be at a normal volume, though. Is that... Okay, with you. Jessica
0: nodded. She wondered if she were, in fact, nodding. Could anyone see her? The voice paused as if it had, then carried on.
1: So, let's practice. Just imagine a bubble inside your head with the question floating inside it. Then grab a big imaginary needle and there you go normal conversational volume right now it's your turn may i suggest we start with something short perhaps a vowel how about oh
0: Having few other things to do with her time, Jessica decided to humour the voice. She imagined a small bubble, cartoon style, with sharp irregular edges, and then popped it by visualising Archie's dagger. To her astonishment, as soon as the blade pierced the bubble, the words shrank into nothing, dissolving into a ghastly red puddle. As they disappeared, an oh! sound was heard. The voice let out a
1: sigh of relief. Ah, that's better. You're a quick learner, at least. Ask
0: away. Jessica made another bubble. Am I I dead. dead?
1: Oh no, most certainly not. You could say that you're becoming more alive. Now she thought of it, Jessica did
0: feel more energised than she had of late. Flexing her fingers, she could now detect a shift in the orange mass around her. It was not quite the same reaction movement used to produce in the air, but it seemed something did connect her to this strange world after all. She rotated her left wrist experimentally.
1: Easy now. The voice piped up. Everyone else is still in their bubbles. Then it seemed to reconsider. On second thoughts, feel free to direct your movement over to your right. Let's give that bitch a bumpy ride. The voice chortled,
0: an odd huffing sound as if it were trying to laugh through a microscopic mouth overfilled with large dentures. Serve her right for not stocking up on dreamies in port. Jessica did a double take. Dreamies? Am Am I... I... Are Are you thin? The voice let out a distinct purring sound, then harumphed.
1: Since when... Did doctors believe in talking cats?
0: She considered this information floating in orange, accompanied by a disembodied feline voice? It didn't seem likely. Before she could process this any further, she became aware of a strange sensation below her. She could only describe it as a disturbance, a darkening in the orange, followed by a faint echo of voices. She recognised one instantly by its accent, struggling to make out the words she tried to move herself closer to no avail. The voice
1: spoke. Want to eavesdrop? Eavesdropping very much strokes my boat, darling. Come on, I'll hook us on.
0: Immediately, she felt herself shift, almost swirl towards the darkness. Disorientated, she found herself suspended above the shadow. And all at once, she could make out what the voices were saying. The signs are there. It's an omen. An omen from God, Patricia was speaking. A familiar voice replied. It can't be. Transitioning is theoretically impossible. All things are possible in God. And, she retorted, have I taught you nothing after all this time? A loud Hroomf! came from Jessica's left-hand side and the bubble visibly shook. Patricia cast her eyes upwards in response. Jessica flinched before realising that she was gazing through her, not at her, arms outstretched and palms facing heavenwards. He is with us. He sends a sign, Patricia declared, and fell to his knees, crossing himself. Jessica tittered internally at the thought of Patricia receiving divine guidance from the ship's cat. I know what you're thinking, the voice to her left grumbled, and you're wrong. How do you know
1: I'm not a god? Well, excuse me for noticing. But if you were a god, surely you'd be able to shut me up, rather than having to teach me how to speak at the correct volume. Scepticism won't get you anywhere around here, my dear. God fills the gap between your understanding of the world and reality. Everyone knows that. A repetitive drone
0: like chanting brought Jessica's attention back to the bubble below. Beneath them, Patricia had curled herself into a small ball, rocking backwards and forwards on her knees. The words all blurred into one lone vowel. Ye- the sound seemed to evolve adding one lone consonant The harsh tone triggered a metallic yet dry taste in her mouth. It felt like chewing on pencil sharpenings. Ant joined Patricia in singing and the sound coalesced at once into words. As it did so, the wall of the bubble began to vibrate and Jessica felt that same tingling sensation she had experienced back on the wharf when she had first set eyes on spiral dial. The image of the ship Popped into her mind, majestic in the shimmering sunlight. If only she had turned around then. When she had had the chance. The chanting reached a crescendo. All at once, they stopped singing in perfect unison throwing their heads back, mouths wide open. They both stared directly at her. This time, Jessica was sure that they saw her. They really saw her clinging on, and all at once the power drained out of her and she felt that she had to flee. She tried to unhook herself, tearing at the bubble, but she was pinned fast, unable to escape. that the wall of the bubble was becoming more and more opaque. Ant's skin appeared to have changed in texture. His face, previously so smooth, had become rough and uneven. As he continued to chant, his features convulsed as if in And sweat began to roll down his face. Each drop fell to the floor and hissed into steam upon contact. Black blisters formed on his brow, swelling and charring before Jessica's eyes. All this time, Patricia remained entirely unchanged, unruffled, repeating the word at an ever-increasing speed. Reap reap reap
1: reap 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 reap
0: The sound stopped. Patricia leapt to her feet and placed her hand on the crown of Ant's head. As she did so, the structure of his skull seemed to smoosh itself together. She pushed him down towards the floor, flattening his face against it as she did so. Become one with the rock, brave soldier. Lead our armies against the unclean spirits who surround us. Keep faith with the Lord who is righteous. Ant's very being disintegrated before her eyes. No silhouette remained, just a dirty, black, irregular stain on the floor beneath Patricia's feet. Smoothly, she picked herself up and made her way to an unspoiled patch of orange, where she gracefully descended onto her knees and started to pray. Her eyes snapped open, staring straight into Jessica's soul. You'd better run, child. He is coming for you.